Well, welcome, everybody. Um, we've got a really fun show for you today. Andy is not with us today. Um, he's still with us, like, on the planet, just just not with us today in, in our recording here. So I get to be your host. And just as a reminder, this is uh, the From Busy to Rich podcast. And this, this whole podcast, the whole theme of everything we do here is really designed to inspire advisors to increase profitability and quality of life. Not just for themselves, although that's a, that's definitely important to us, but for all those people that they touch, all, all the thumbprint of their life is upon. Um, and today we're going to be talking about something that I, I see come up quite a bit. And, and it's, it's kind of this idea that if you've ever struggled to come up with the inspiration to create something, like a, like a talk that you needed to deliver to a client or a talk maybe to a group of people, uh, or, or in my case, a podcast like this, or just a narrative. And as you'll see from some of our guests that we have today, sometimes the inspiration to create a song or to create some music. And uh, so with that, I want to just take a minute to introduce our, our guests here today. A couple, a couple of my friends, we've got uh, Roman Samuels and Justin Rodriguez. Guys, thank you for, for being a part of the show today. What we're going to do... What we'll do is I, I want to give you a little background on uh, just how I, I came uh, into these guys' lives and a little bit of background um, on, on how this has transformed and how this topic actually came up. So um, two, you guys are two of the most creative people I know. And as we were talking at the onset of the show, you said that's because I don't know many people, but I find that not <laughs> yeah, to be Yeah, you true. need to get out more. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and, and the, the thing is, Roman, you and I met a, a couple of years back. Um, because you not only are a musician, but you're, you're, you're in the financial world. Um, the, you're the regional director of South Texas for Russell Investments. And the thing about Roman is not only is he a brilliant guy from a financial standpoint, and we, you know, use, lean heavily on, um, some of his mindset and thinking and things like that, but a fantastic musician. And that is where Justin comes into the picture. Uh, Roman, if you could, why don't you tell a little bit of the stories about how, uh, kind of your journey to what what you're doing and 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 how you and Justin got to know each other and and just so it's not confusing for everybody yes we do have two Justins on on the call today so we are doubly blessed but uh yeah if you just just bounce uh, bounce around with that that'd be great yeah so i have known Justin Rodriguez uh who also in the music world goes by the producer named Devani uh i have known Justin for 15 long, long years. <laughs> and we met back in our church choir, of all things. Justin was the drummer of the church choir. I was the guitar player and uh, at St. Thomas More Parish in Denver, Colorado. And uh, nice. that's how we met. And, and we hit it off and we started a band together when we were in high school. And, you know, Justin was the drummer. I was the lead singer. And we had a couple other guys that we played with. And then we've kind of just, uh, that was how we started working on music together. And then we've since then continued to work on music through all the ups and downs and different phases of life. Uh, Justin went off to college to study audio engineering. I went and studied economics. Our different fields took us all over the country. And as luck would have it, 
you know, 15 years later, we both ended up in Austin, Texas, uh, at the same point in our lives where we're both working, you know, in our professional careers, but then also making music on the, on the side and, and really giving a lot of our, our time and energy to music. So, uh, Justin has always played the role of <clears throat> producing the music that I write and, and that I create. And he's been an invaluable partner in the journey. Uh, and I've learned a tremendous amount from him about how to make records and how to m- more than just make records, how to, uh, how to structure the creative process so that it serves you rather than you serving it. And, um, and that's been, that's been, I think his deepest, uh, value that he's brought to the table. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Justin, anything you want to, you want to add to that, that you think uh, is important to growth? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I had, I had a lot of experience, uh, you know, like Roman said, I've been all over the country. So I've been in New York and California and seeing, seeing artists, you know, that are signed and, you know, already big and seeing how they work was kind of eye-opening because um, a lot of artists, successful artists don't do it when they are, when they like to, they do it every day. Uh, These guys are in the studio every day, no matter what, they're sick, not sick. This person's not there. They are in the studio every day. So, and uh, a lot of these artists, if you talk to them, Sometimes their greatest songs were created on days they didn't want to make music. So, uh, you know, learning a lot of artist processes, I was able to kind of, uh, you know, show that to Roman, um, you know, later on when we came together and he was kind of getting more serious on recording the albums. I was like, all right, you know, there's a way to be in the studio, but um, for you to get used to that, we need to make this a regular thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, getting him used to the whole process of how to record, how to be, because it, it is a little intimidating, right? When you walk in a recording studio for the first time, you're just like, uh, how do I even, what do I do? Awesome. Um, so you only learn, you only learn that, uh, by doing it, uh, doing it a lot. So I think over the years, uh, you know, obviously I've known Roman for so long. So we've already built that culture, which is very important too. But, um, uh, you know, just just showing him like, hey, man, we got to just do this all the time uh, for if we yeah. want to be uh, successful musicians. Uh, obviously, you know, there's people that just, you know, play drums or guitars whenever they want to. And that's totally fine. But for us, you know, we want to take it seriously. And it, it, it's also our passion. So, um, you know, being inspired is is hard because there are days we necessarily don't want to, you know, go in the studio, but yep. I'll tell you, by the end of that day, we are so glad that we went. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, so, yeah. I love that. And I think, I think it's a great like segue to the main, main point of uh, what we wanted to talk about today. Uh, Cause it's a, que- a question that, that I get a lot um, is, Hey, wh- wh- where do you, where do you get the inspiration to come up with like a creative talk? Or, or a, a creative way of explaining something to, in the advisory world, like a client or a creative set of strategies or tactics. And, and, uh, and, 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 and Rowan and I, we were, uh, we were having a deep, deeply, uh, uh, like intellectual conversation over duck pin bowling and some mechanical bull riding at a place in downtown brunch in Austin. And, uh, and 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 we started talking where about where the best thinking occurs. 
<laughs> I do have videos of mechanical bull riding as well. Uh, you guys can all vote on who you think did a better job of it. Um, so. I don't think you could call what I did riding the bull. It was more of being thrown from the bull instantly. Hey, but you looked cool you before are- it started. That was that was that was fun. Um, the uh, the 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 great thing is though truly in that conversation is we, we did really kind of settle on this funny idea. And, and Justin, I think you, you set it up well is, is there is a single, like there's a lot of things that can certainly lead to inspiration to create wonderful ideas, wonderful music, wonderful songs. Um, but there's the common denominator, honestly, is, is captured. I think best from the, the original founder of Atari, uh, Nolan Bushnell. He said the ultimate inspiration is the deadline. It's the ultimate inspiration is that you got to show up and ship work. And, and it is in the process of shipping every day that, as you said, that, you know, they don't, you don't often feel like it. Um, but in the process of doing it, once you do, you begin to feel. And, and, and that really translates over, um, uh, certainly into music. And I want to talk more about that, but I will tell you into every aspect of work life, whether that's in, you know, the tech field or whether that's in the financial uh, field or, you know, investments, strategies, tactics, all these things. Really, I want to center around this idea for a minute and just just talk a little bit more about the ultimate inspiration being the deadline um, as it relates to kind of life and, and, and music and creativity. Well, I'll tell you a story of kind of what Justin and I have worked on in our music career. If you look at the first album that I put out, it, it was in 2014. Um, and the second album that I put out was in 2018, four years later. And the third album I put out was in 2022, another four years later. And when we look back at that, uh, that sequence of time, that was when I was making albums whenever I felt inspired and waiting to, you know, waiting for that inspiration to hit. And then, oh, let's write a song or let's go into the studio or whatever. And it was this lackadaisical approach. And as a result, I only put out three albums over a multi-year span. And fast forward to today, where we are, the, the album that we put out last year is called Dreamland. And during the creation process of Dreamland and then after Dreamland has been released, you know, Justin and I made a commitment that we need to be getting into the studio at least once a month, non-negotiable. And we set that that time on the calendar that once a month we have to get into the studio and create something. And um, at the time, I remember talking about it with him. And, you know, I remember him saying, I don't, I don't know if we need to necessarily do it all every month. We've already got an album out. And I was kind of thinking, well, let's let's try it and see what happens. Yeah. Fast forward 18 months later, we ha- we are now simultaneously working on four albums. Two of them are completely done. Two of them are, you know, 80% at the finish line. Um, and so now our ability to release an album every year, we, we are sitting on a kind of a, a bank of, of content that is just a great position to be in. And it enables yep. consistency when you're sitting on that much content. So now we have the next album coming out in a couple months. The album coming out next year is done and we're working on the album for 2025 right now. So just, just going in once a month 
for 18 months put us in a totally different position than we were the last eight years. Um, and, you know, so that to me is going to the deadline is the inspiration. Every month we had to, we were in the studio, we had to do something, yeah. you know, something had yeah. to happen. So I think subconsciously that as a songwriter, that subconsciously as, as we were getting closer to that studio date, things started to happen inside me that I started to come up with ideas or have, have some snippets or have a guitar riff or things started to subconsciously arrive because I knew that that deadline was looming there. Yeah. And so I think the deadline can absolutely force the inspiration. I, I love that. And, you know, it, it reminds me a lot of uh, even in advisory world, uh, we, we every Monday have a, have a prep meeting. And that prep meeting is we're looking out over the next couple of weeks of, of client meetings. And, uh, and, and we don't just say, okay, yeah, that meeting's coming up. We say, okay, specifically walk me through the flow of the way you see that meeting going down. And let's have the meeting before you actually have the meeting. Let's, let's walk through it. And, and sometimes there's a new concept or a new idea or a new conversation that needs to be had. And then in real time, we say, in a sense, sing me that song. I want, I want to hear you give me those words. And, and, and when you got other advisors that are in the room, one, there's nothing more awkward, right? Because you're in there going, I don't know if it's going to sound that good. It's not, it's not complete yet. But the problem is, it or the, the inspiration is it becomes complete in the process of trying it on, right? You, you dance with it. And then, and, then, and then the other guys give iterations on it, which, which knowing the, how you two work, I'd love to kind of talk about that, how that sometimes a song will come together, much like a, a financial conversation or idea comes together. Yeah, um, you know, so from my tech experience, we kind of brought in some sort of uh, the experience I had working in tech because in tech, you deliver software, you just need to have process in, in place. So, um, and do, in doing that, if you have good process in place, it creates good culture within the team, which then in, in turn creates these environments where you can be inspired and share ideas and have this iter iterative, you know, process. Um, so we took some stuff uh, that, you know, I had experience with and kind of applied it to even our, our uh, the way we're organizing our music. So, you know, we also kind of have a team, you know, there's a videographer, a photographer, uh, someone doing our content. You know, we have a Slack that everyone meets, uh, you know, obviously our sprints are not a little staggered, but once a month, once every two months, there's this meeting that everybody goes through. We kind of talk about what the pro, you know, now we got four projects. How do we organize this stuff? You know, yeah. so we have a Kanban board uh, to kind of organize all this work that we're doing. So I think all on top of having this deadline of this monthly studio session, now we've implemented certain processes that keeps everybody accountable. I think that's important is having accountability because if if that's missing, sometimes it you know things just won't get done. But um, you know we've learned. By doing keeping these little ceremonies in place kind of keeps everyone accountable. And then in turn, everyone is just doing their job and that inspiration to get work done, it just happens. Um, you don't need to look for it. It just it just happens from you know being in that environment. I love and it. I couldn't agree more with what you were saying, Wes, on when you guys are in that prep meeting and you're 
looking at the meeting ahead that and then you're starting to go you're singing the song you're you're going through the meeting ahead of time and then in the process of going through that the inspiration for what you needed arrives in that moment and i think that is very synonymous with how a lot of our studio sessions occur where we walk into the studio you know on a monthly basis and sometimes we walk in and you know i'm in the car with justin on the way to the studio and i'm like you know dude i don't really have much <laughs> written you know like i <laughs> I, I i got a few ideas but um you know and 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 i'll talk about like i, th I think you need a good capture system to help inform yes. that but um but like i mean there's been times when when you know i've said straight up you know dude i, I really don't i mean I, I got nothing written like we're walking in cold and justin's response is that's all right we'll write something I, so nonchalant so not even worried about we're gonna make something great and to exactly what justin said with some of the other artists he's worked with the days when you walk in and you're a, kind of a blank slate and you're like a little uncertain having number one a member on your team who believes in you and fuels you with that encouragement and confidence and says dude we're gonna get something amazing i, yeah. I don't you know and um that those days i have found have been some of the days where we write a song start recording it it's such a magical process of discovery and then by the end of the 10-hour session we'll we're in the car listening to this brand new thing we've created and it's some of the best stuff we've ever yeah. made and um and again that wouldn't have happened if we had waited to have a finished song before going into the studio and yeah. a lot of artists think of it that way i need to wait until i have something written and then go in and record it and our thinking was have the recording session on the calendar every month and the calendar will force the inspiration yeah and you'll end up with an outcome that is more favorable by doing so over time I, I, I love that. And I think it speaks deeply to something um, like as, as we think about all the time, even with advisor training and development, uh, when we're in the when we're in our, our studio, if you will, our prep, uh, preparing the songs that we're going to sing to the people at, at that point, a lot of times, especially if it's a new idea, an advisor's trying on and, and Justin Lakin, I, I want you to talk about this in a second. One of the things that ends up happening is if, if you know, somebody that's had a, has, has like had that idea around a lot, well versed in it versus somebody that's new and they're trying on. But we want that to become their their music as well. It uh, one of the most powerful things that we can ever say is hey, just trust your recall. Just let's let's trust your recall. See, see how much you can you can you can get out and then we'll flow with it and we'll tweak it. And and it's amazing the difference between that advisors that are willing to lean into that process. That hey, I'm going to try it on. We, uh, as you know, we teach a class called Transform. It's a, a 11 week class, and uh, advisors. We we have a whole list of narratives, and we certainly demonstrate those. But oftentimes, one of the things we invite them to do is to say, "Hey, why don't you?" Because they're like, "Wes, I'm really trying to gain mastery more around this particular topic of discussion." I'm like, "Well, do a Zoom, record yourself saying it, and send it to me." And I will tell you, there is nothing like it's so awkward and it's so weird and difficult. But when you do it and then you have somebody that's an educated observer that can kind of go, OK, add this or you this is an area maybe that you could tweak. How quickly you become elite level at those 
those things versus not. And, and, and Justin Lakin, if you could, if you could kind of speak to that a little bit. Yeah. I just think as a whole, it's interesting, the transformation that takes place when you, you know, going back to your tech background, just Bonnie, um, looking at the point of you build out these projects, you know, these projects are goals. And while it's on a list, it's great. Right. But it, a, it feels overwhelming half the time. And then B it's very easy to just kick the can down the road, right? Something transformative happens when all of a sudden now I've got a person assigned to it. And then when you add the deadline, like all of a sudden stuff that like you, I don't know when I'll be able to get to it or things get kicked down the road. All of a sudden now it's like, oh, I, I have no choice. Like, yeah. this is, and then the courage to both uh, Wes and, and Roman, your guys' point of like, when you get there and you're not as well prepared as you would like to have been, you don't feel confident going into it, but just holding yourself accountable to doing it anyway. Like we're just going to flow through with what I got and it'll be, and it'll be beneficial. And fortunately I'm in a group of people that, that we can, you know, be vulnerable, transparent and be supported in that to do it. Um, But it's just, it's so crucial and seeing for me, I know like how much growth happens in that. And to your, and to your points, even if it's not from a music standpoint for me, but for like client development and projects, like coming in, feeling so unprepared, but by going through the process, light bulbs start clicking, finding new ideas and strategies and just having that opportunity. But if you if you didn't have it on the calendar, you didn't hold yourself to it, it would have never happened, right? Like it would have just kept, just like with our clients we talk about, like there's always more things that we'd like to get done than we ever have time to do it. In an effort to get everything done, like you, you can live kind of this marginless place. And so that's where we come alongside. And, and for us, it's it's setting those things and being accountable to them. So, great. Uh, one of the things I love from what you're both saying is, and Wes, I love that line of trust your recall. I'm totally stealing that and, yeah. and adopting that. I love that. Because one of the things I learned from Devani and uh, Justin is is uh, um, to, tr- to trust my own creative instinct. Uh, and as, I mean artists are notorious for being completely insecure about their own abilities and I I'm no exception. So the uh, having, I think there's a lot of lessons in what um, Justin Lakin was saying. And when you have another person encouraging you to say, you got this, that's absolutely game changing versus if you're in your own head. And if I was driving myself to the studio without Justin and got to the studio and there's just the engineer and the photographer and the videographer. And everyone's like, what are we doing? Uh, It's like, (laughs) you know, but going in and and Justin being, okay, we're going to set this up, set this up. Roman, why don't you go ahead and, and, you know, go lay something down on the piano. And I, okay. And I just go, and then all of a sudden something starts happening and the song starts coming together. So I think what I've learned more than anything from this whole forcing deadlines to create um, inspiration and output is you have everything you need at all times to create the thing that you want to create. It is a myth that you need to go, go off and prepare before coming back. Oftentimes you just need to do and trust, like you said, Wes, trust that recall. Yeah. And it's all there. It's all within you to do it. You know, man, great, great points. And having, having a network of help, that is really helping you tell yourself a better story because I, I know so many people, including myself on occasion, that suffer unnecessarily because of the story I'm telling myself. Whereas if you have someone that can get you out of your head and say, wait a minute, 
Think about how many times this has worked well. Think about how you've built a lot of the skills necessary to create something beautiful that we're about to be together. Why don't we have some fun with this? Because we're going to do it anyway. The deadline's there. We're showing up. And that's and that and 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 that is that is so cool to have a team of people that just get you in the right mindset to and use all the tools that you've been given. Yeah, there's uh, there's been multiple sessions where it's like you know we really don't know what we're doing, but because <laughs> we were doing it every month, we were so sure of ourselves now that we can just go into the studio today like randomly and we'll know we'll create something great yeah. because of the amount of times we've done it, you know? So I think it goes to show uh, the more you do that, the more you trust yourself and the team. And then you are pumping out great work just because you have that space that you've created for your team to flourish essentially. Absolutely. Um, you know, we were, me and Rome were just talking about that. It's like, man, we've really created that space for ourselves to just knock yeah. our creativity out. Cause you know, we got day jobs too. So it's like, sure. How, how do we shuffle both things, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I think it's extremely important to make sure you create space for, you know, for the things that you want to get done. And, you know, uh, in turn, creating those deadlines, it just, it just makes it, makes it happen. Um, so I love it, guys. And, and I'd like to kind of land the plane here with a couple of, of things. I think um, I think one just advisor takeaway, because this this um, for for the advisor listening to this, which is the majority of, of the folks. What what I think everybody's saying is, is just where is your studio time? You know, where, where is your equivalent of studio time where you're getting in there and not just you? If you don't have a team yet. You can get with other advisors that are also trying to sing good songs to their clients and get in a room, um, join the transform community. We got a new class kicking off here in August, depending on when you're listening to it. If it's way later, we've always got another class on the way. So you can, you can be a part of that because you're going to meet a community of advisors that are wanting to create beautiful music for their clients. And, and so where is your studio time? You got to have it every single week. And, and you need to, you need to just give yourself, don't, don't, don't continue to prepare to prepare. You, you just got to get in the studio and start throwing out stuff. Some days you're going to get in there and it's going to be rough. But then after enough times, that compound effect takes over where you're going to create immense value and you're going to be able to, to continue to do that. And then it gets less and less scary. Uh, when you're when you're back in there the next time because you've been there before you're not in there once a year right you're you're there all the time so create create your your block calendar studio time where you're going through these narratives um do, the other thing is you don't always have to have a meeting guys i mean loom loom is your friend if you want to practice saying something do a loom and send it to somebody and say hey what did you think about that or record it on zoom send it to somebody and what did you think about that and then get that feedback from people that are in your network of help because you're going to get elite a whole lot faster. Um, those, that's it. Just get just get your studio time on the calendar, um, guys. I want to I want to thank you for for being a part of the the podcast today. It's been a pleasure having you on. And and let me just ask. So for people who want to find you out there in uh, the musical world and and listen to those those great tunes that you two have been chopping away at working together, where where, where should we send them? Where can they go? Yeah. So. Um... All the albums that Justin and I have done together, you can find on Roman Samuels Music 
com. Uh, and all of those albums are also available on Spotify under my name, Roman Samuels, and Apple Music, Tidal, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to music, it's there. And um, and then, uh, Justin, do you want to give people a place to go on your stuff? Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you all my uh, Instagram handle. So it's just Devani Sound uh, at Devani Sound. So D V A N I Sound. Um, yep. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll link to those in the show notes, guys. And and the intro you heard today and the outro is a byproduct of some of the music these two guys have created <laughs> together. So hope hope you enjoy it. And uh, and we look forward to to bring back with you next week. Have a have a great day. Thanks for being on the show, guys.